Today's talk is called Make Assumptions That Are Good. You know, we assume stuff all the time. And I've seen people assume the worst is going to happen. And in the past year, I've started, I've yelled at more than one of those people. Please stop doing that. Please try to stop ruining my life by your assumptions of the worst about to happen. I said, how do you know? You're not the boss. Lovely things can take place every day. Lovely things are taking place every day. And I, I think it's very important to start remembering that. Let, let's, let's assume. I, I, am, I, am I healing? I, uh, I've been taught. I don't know where I was taught this, quite frankly. I don't know if it came to me or somebody told me. I, at this point, it's been a lot of years. Uh, and and the, the, I was taught to, I somehow, I, humility, true humility is expecting God's best. I thought, wow, expecting God's best. And, and I thought, well, that doesn't always mean I'm going to get what I want, though, does it? But I can expect God's best. If I move forward into what I know to be right, to be true, then I can expect God's best. And I can know that the results are God's best today. For, for, you know, to work with my consciousness, to work with the group consciousness, that this is God's very best. And I can relax, therefore. It doesn't mean, oh, this is what's supposed to be. I don't, I don't believe in that. I, uh, you know, if, if it's God's will, then this will happen. I don't believe in that either. God's will for, for all of us is to be happy, joyous, and free. It's just that simple. It doesn't mean God's longing for it. It just means at some point... We're going to be happy, joyous, and free. I assume that. I make a simple assumption. What is an assumption? But, in, you know, uh, things you, you, you believe you can count on. That, but what are you counting on? What are you looking at to count on this or that taking place, not in your world, but in your consciousness? And then you will see the world from your consciousness. Uh, and so if you are seeing the worst, uh, the same event could take place. You will see it, uh, we'll call it badly. And someone else will see it in light. What's that about? It's the same event. It's the same result. How is it that you saw it this way and someone else saw it this way. And, and so, so, as I said, some of my friends, boy, they have a dark side to them. And they, and they, they are expecting that we get on the phone with them or we have a Zoom date or something. And it's like, really? Is that what you want to look forward to? Is that how you want your, yeah, but I know, how do you know? And they, said, and they said, well, I'm afraid it's going to happen. And that's very different. You know, some of us, we, we try to protect our feelings by making an assumption for the worst. Some of us, we had parents who always assumed the worst, and therefore we joined the club. But I have grown, I have grown, believe me, I have my complaints and things. But overall, 
when I'm headed into an event, a situation, I'm aware that anything could take place, but I'm assuming the best. I am assuming for the best. I am assuming good things will happen here. And, and not just to placate my ego, uh, but that the connection is going to be made. I guess that's the best way to put it. I am assuming that divine connection is about to be made. Divine healing is about to take place. A, uh, I, I'm going to see light. I'm going to be aware of light. I'm going to be aware of light in others and in myself. And I've worked diligently over this or, or for this over the years. You know, when I, I how often is there traffic anymore? But you know, when I was every day driving in traffic, I I worked. I'm not going to say hard, but I worked diligently to look at the other drivers and affirm the highest for them. To, to, to look at the road and affirm the highest. I My good news this week is I went into New York City the other day and I had a great time. Now, this is the third time I've been in since last March. And I, I, I had to go get my teeth cleaned or I chose to go get my teeth cleaned and I prefer, I prefer to keep the dentist I've had for oh gosh, almost 30 years now, and he's on Central Park South. And so I went in and I parked uptown and I looked for a parking place. That's the funny thing. There's not a lot of traffic in the streets, but the parking places, they are claimed. Maybe because people aren't going out so much and they just want to get out there and uh, save their space. And so I parked in a garage and I felt very safe doing that. And I have my mask and I do things. And I went down to 59th Street. I took the subway to 59th Street and not a crowded subway at all. And But I walked back up. I walked from 59th between 5th and 6th. And I uh, walked to 100th Street and Broadway. And I feel it. I still feel it. My legs haven't walked like that on pavement in a lot of years. And it, 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 but it's good pain. It's really, and I make assumptions that when I have this kind of pain, it's going to restructure me and it's going to strengthen me and revitalize me. And so I don't complain about this pain. I know it's good stuff and it's doing good things for me and my body. And, and so that's what I mean. I make an assumption that I'm going to see good things. I'm going to experience good things. And when I say good things, what I mean is affirmative, life affirmative things. It's not so much a judgment as much as a way I feel and uh, a way I know. Because I know certain things, don't you? You know. You, 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 you know. And what I suggest you do is begin to work with light. Begin to work with seeing light. Begin to work with seeing love, not just in the people you like, not just in the events you like, but in the difficult events, in the difficult people. Begin to work with light so that light may uh, reveal itself to you. I haven't told this story in a lot of years, so I think I will tell it. It was my first time doing Vipassana. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, it's a, it's a Buddhist meditation thing. It takes 10 days, at least the way I did it. 10 days. Ten and a half hours a day on the floor, cross-legged, cross-armed, eyes closed. They want you for the whole hour. I never made it more than 20 minutes. I'll be honest, and I've done it five, four or five times now. And I've never made it, I don't think, more than 20 minutes before I open my eyes, at least. I could keep the legs and arms closed, but the eyes, I finally, 
I hear a noise. I got to look. What's that? What's that? Anyway, that first, and you you live there for the ten days. I, we I go to a place up in Massachusetts, and that first year, one afternoon, we had a break. You know, you have a break from like noon to I think it's one thirty or so, and I took a nap. Of all things, why would I need a nap? But I did, and during that nap time, I had a dream. And I had a dream that I was down underneath the subway tracks, you know, down in those tunnels and things. And I remember seeing a very grotesque thing someone was doing. Uh, and uh, and it was, uh, I don't even know if I want to describe it right now, but it was, it was wildly grotesque amongst, for a human being to do this thing to another human being. And I looked at it and I thought, that's not possible. And suddenly I made the statement, that's not real. And suddenly it wasn't. It was a toy someone was playing with there. This homeless person was playing with a toy, not a person. And, and the lightness I felt. And then right after that, I had another dream where I'm walking along somewhere and these three weird looking dogs came, were walking towards me and they had like these triangular, almost as if they had masks, but they could blink eyes and their mouths moved and their nose moved. And, uh, and they're walking towards me. And I looked at like, they're coming to attack. And I looked and I said, you're not real. And suddenly the one in front stopped, smiled and winked at me. And I thought, oh, this is how we change perspective perception. This is how we change the way we look at life. We must get acquainted with what's real and, and, and declare what is not real. There's so many things in our fear base that just aren't real. You know, the thing I have with vermin, I, it's like, it's not real. It feels very real. It feels like the, you know, the rats are going to attack me, even though I rarely ever see one, especially walking towards me. And I, uh, and it's not real. And when a person says they want to hurt me, uh, well, we've known people to hurt other people. But I do wonder if we began to declare, that's not real, what you want to do. If we had the soundness of mind to declare that's not real. Uh, uh, what would take place? If we made an assumption that everybody loves everybody, how would we change the world? How would we change our own life experience, but how would we transform the whole entire world? If we began to look at people in light and love, especially ourselves. Imagine if you looked in your bathroom mirror in the morning and turned on the spiritual light. And you might have to turn the bathroom light on too to see, but to look in that mirror and say, hi God, I'm willing to see you now. Hi God, I am willing to see you now. I did things like this for years and years and years. And I began to feel better. When I say better, I mean calmer, more peaceful, and more confident when I left my house. I felt less under attack than I had ever felt. And I trusted what I called God more 
and more and more. In the Holy Spirit's interpretation of the New Testament here, it is for 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And it says here, pay attention. It's first verse, 1 through 7. It says, the reason for all things is love. Well, that's simple and succinct. Division is the opposite of love because division excludes. Love cannot exclude. Love is whole, knowing only truth. Become as an empty shell to know love. That is your reason. That is your true desire. To look on the world and divide it by judging is not love. And so it is not what you want. Lay down what you do not want and accept joyfully that which you do. Lay down what you do not want. Do you want fear? Do you want hate? Do you want these things? Do you want revenge? Do you really want to eradicate races of people? Do you want to eradicate yourself? Is that what you want? I don't think so. I think that's not what you really want. I think what we all really want is to know God, is to know love, unqualified and without exception. And I want to assume this is what I want. I'm not saying it always, ha always happens because I, I, I have a forgetter. I want the confidence to know that when I leave my house, I love everybody without exception. I don't know if I'm going to like everybody, but I want the confidence when I leave my home every day to know that I love everybody. I want to assume that all beings are inherently good. Whether they're confused or not, I, I want to assume that all beings are inherently good. And I want to treat all beings that way. It's what I want. I don't think it's too much to ask of myself. So I have to go within and I ask spirit within. Spirit, remind me that all beings are inherently good. Remind me of what to think about myself and all beings. I invite a perpetual reminder throughout the day in the event that I should forget. I want to look around my world and assume that it is good. And I know how frightening that is. Because for some of us to try to do that is a sure setup to be kicked in the pants, to be kicked in the shins, to be kicked in the head, to be kicked in the heart. I know. Now you would have to make an assumption. Well, then my getting kicked in the pants is a good thing because it's going to lead me to the next right thought. Or you could say, just because I am affirming that my life is good today and I am assuming I'm going to see only good today doesn't mean I have to get kicked in the pants. 
It's not a rule. Just because it happened in my past, maybe several times, doesn't mean it has to happen today. Make an assumption of good rather than, I'm going to get kicked in the pants if I do this. I, I Don't tell me to love God, because every time I ever try to love God, something awful happens. Doesn't have to happen today. And maybe you weren't focused on the loving God, no offense. I'm not here to blame you. I don't know what you were thinking. Or maybe you just didn't use the being kicked in the pants properly at once it happened. Some of us have agreed with very confused adults and become very confused adults ourselves. Today is a good day to take responsibility for that if that is one of your things. If you were hit as a child, the message there is that you were somehow not good. Today is the day to say, but I am good. And I'm not going to agree with that message anymore. Even if certain symptoms of other things that happened back then start to come up, you say, oh no, 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 no. God is love. I am connected to love. And the person or people that hit me are also connected to love. And they're not hitting me today. Not today. And today is the day the Lord hath made. Not yesterday, not tomorrow. Today. Today is the day I surrender my will over to the care of God. The care of good, the care of love, the care of life, the care of intelligence. Today is the day I surrender fear over to the care of love, the care of life, the care of substance, the care of intelligence. Today is the day I surrender anything that is not true about myself. And today is the day I surrender over to love, intelligence, power, presence. I surrender any thoughts I have about you that aren't true, I surrender those thoughts over to the care of life, wisdom, substance, intelligence, power, presence. Today is the day, because today is the day I'm going out of my house expecting the best. Today is the day I get on a Zoom day and expect the best. Today is the day I get out of bed expecting the best. Today is the day I'm going to assume that God's best is taking place for you and for me. And if I see anything contradictory to that, I say, no, not possible today. Or I say, spirit, am I confusing this? Am I misunderstanding this? I call for correct perception now. And if there's an opportunity for me to kindly, gently, generously offer correct perception, 
I'm available. I know it's a lot of work, isn't it? But what if this is your job? What if it's my job to remember? Yes, professionally, I'm a minister. I'm also an amateur minister, which means one who does it for the love of it. But a minister isn't one who beats people up with uh, religion. And a minister is not one who sees people incorrectly because they don't agree with the God of my understanding. I offer love. Love is the reality. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? The other day when I was walking up Broadway and I saw so many people and everybody I saw had a mask on, including myself. We all had masks. I didn't hear anybody complain about a mask. And uh, we were all just living. I didn't see anyone be unkind to anyone else. I'm sure it happens. Because people forget. Then I read a story in a book yesterday and I'm not, I, don't, I think this has to do with this, but it, it, it's kind of wonderful. Uh, an, old, uh, uh, an older woman is uh, in the hospital. She has rectal cancer. And her husband is there in the room with her. And they are talking together and they're crying together and they're praying together. And the nurse comes in and she says, excuse me, sir, but I have to take care of things here. So... Uh, if you'll step out of the room for a little bit, I'll take care of them, and then you can come back. And he said, oh, no, excuse me. But I have been with this tush for a lot of years now, and we've had good times together. I'm not going to turn my back on it now. So you do what you need to do, and I'll be here with it. You know, he loved every part of his wife. And he wasn't going to leave her because maybe it's not so pretty. Maybe it's messy. And within love, there's a lot of messy stuff. Why? Because we're people. And uh, the body, the body's messy, at least on the inside, sometimes on the outside. Sometimes it's messy in thought, and sometimes it's just physically messy. I encourage us all to make assumptions that no matter what we look like, we are good. No matter what each of us looks like from over here, we are good. Make an assumption. From this moment on, it's 11.15 here in Connecticut. Make an assumption. This moment is good. And now, this next moment, God, I expect the best from this moment. And I expect the best from God. And I expect the best from myself. And I expect the best from my brothers and my sisters. I expect the best from my world. Spirit, I may need help seeing. And so I invite divine vision. I invite divine words. I invite a divine memory. I am willing to be perpetually reminded today and tomorrow, and for all the days ahead. I am willing to be perpetually reminded so that I may assume good is here, it's active, it's present, and wherever I am, it is. Thank you. <laughs>